And welcome to The Scoop Podcast. I'm editor of The Scoop, Margie Echelkamp, joined today by Randy Stubblefield out of Tennessee. He is the CEO of United Farm and Home Cooperative. Randy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Glad I could be on. Yeah. So first, tell us a little bit about your cooperative and also just your experience so far in ag retail. Yeah. Starting out on my background, um, I'm... Um, I started it on the training program with Tennessee Farmers Co-op and kind of got broke, broke, broke ground there. Um, I trained a couple other county co-ops uh, before landing in Williamson County, which is just just south of uh, of Nashville. So, uh, um, as far as United is concerned, um, in uh, 2005, Middle Tennessee co-ops, uh, the managers, myself being one of them. Um, started discussing merger talks just because of scalability and the share of assets. So um, it went live February 1st of, of 2021. Um, so it was a big undertaking. Um, we got about 250, 260 employees, um, 10 retail locations, and two crop centers. So a pretty decent sized operation, and, and we got good good staff. That, that's what makes my job easier is I have really good employees that work with me. Yeah. So you have been part of the co-op system and, and some legative, legacy cooperatives as you guys have merged. I'm just wondering if you compare and contrast today to 10 years ago, what are those biggest changes that you've witnessed to ag retail? Um, the big, the biggest changes is it takes size and scalability to really have any kind of, uh, negotiating, uh, to have any kind of, uh, chance of negotiating for our farmers, you know, at the co-ops, we represent our farmers and trying to get them the services and, and the products they need in, in a, the most cost-effective way. Um, so it's changed a lot because a lot of our farmers are getting larger, um, with less of them. So, uh, we kind of have to grow with them as they get larger, we have to get larger. Otherwise we become irrelevant. And, uh, and so that's why it's really important for us to continue to grow, uh, for our long-term sustainability. Yeah. And as you've tried to grow and really reflect those products and services, your farmers have needed, what, what have you added to the portfolio most recently, or what's some of the newer products or services that you guys now provide? Um, one of the big new services for on the cattle side is we put a vet on staff uh, last year. Um, it's been really successful. We've been able to have a good, uh, good working relationship and having a face at the farm gate, working with farmers on, on a daily basis. I mean, typically, you know, six, five, six days a week, the vet, the vet is helping one of our members out. So um, that's been a huge uh, advantage. Um, and, uh, and we're lucky to have a, a good vet that was willing to come work with us here at the co-op and, and uh, that's, you know, that's probably on the service side. That's been huge. We've also, by combining our assets, uh, we're able to provide services in certain counties that were not provided earlier in the, uh, before pre-merger, um, whether it's row crop spraying, um, custom application of uh, high, high crop uh, fertilized spreaders. Those are all, all different assets that some of the locations had them and now all of them have access to to it and that bigger equipment really is what it takes to keep up with these farmers and their bigger equipment that gets that gets a lot uh, larger every year 
Yeah. Randy, this now full disclosure, this might be a hard question to answer. Okay. But you've already described a pretty diversified customer base that you guys are supporting, right? Everything from having a veterinarian on staff to doing, you know, high capacity row crop application equipment. How do you balance that all the different types of farmers that you serve? What are those challenges that you and your team are facing? The biggest, the biggest challenge for us is, is having uh, the right people in the right place with the, with the, uh, um, a lot of, you know, some of our large growers need a lot of help. Some of them just need the services. So um, the biggest challenge is trying to get the right, the right, either equipment or right personnel in place to, to assist that farmer. And that's, that's what we really are striving to achieve, to have good, good high customer service and, and retain that business long-term. Yeah. And, and maybe this just feeds into my next question for you perfectly, because when, when farmers in your area think about your co-op, what's the first thing that you want them to think of? That we're serving for their best interest. I think that's, that's what we were created for. Um, good service, knowledge base. Um, that's kind of what we're built on. Um, for us to know about our products we're selling, it kind of sets us apart from our competition. So that's what we, we strive to, uh, to excel in every day. Yeah. Excellent. So we are talking to Randy Stubblefield. He is the CEO of United Farm and Home Cooperative, and we will be right back after this quick commercial break. And welcome back to the podcast. I'm editor of the Scoop, Margie Eckelkamp, joined by Randy Stubblefield, CEO of United Farm and Home Cooperative. Randy, you know, you talk a lot about those farmers in your area of Tennessee that you guys are serving. And as we're really heading into the spring of 2022, what are some of the greatest challenges that you know your farmers are going to be facing? Um, you know, the biggest farmer, uh, biggest challenge this year by our none is high input cost. Um, we're trying to, uh, to help them with the risk of, uh, uh, you know, supply and, and, and price has been, it's been tough this fall and going into the spring. Um, we're trying to make sure we have enough, whether it's herbicides or, or fertilizer to get the, get the crop in. Um, so it's kind of a team effort between the farmers and, and the co-op on um, this year. We have to know what, you know, what, what crop we're putting in and, and what, what products we need. And, you know, it's not readily available like we're all used to. Yeah. Is that perhaps changing the way that you might measure your guys' success this year? Or how are you looking at 22 and having that be, you know, capital S successful? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're doing everything in our power to manage, manage our, our risk because um, we're, we're operating on the farmer's money, obviously being a co-op. And at the same time, we uh, feel like we're helping them kind of, kind of balance their risk out as well. So um, that's, that's been a, a huge challenge, but uh, our, you know, our success this year is based on our farmers getting, getting their products put in the field and getting planted and 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 being able to have a good harvest a good crop so that's our our uh, keys to success is get the crop in get the crop out which is the same way every year but just a lot more challenging with the the tightness of supply that we're facing this year 
I know we've talked about challenges, but let's, let's talk about the brighter side, right? Let's think about opportunities. And when you look ahead, maybe in the next five years, especially in your leadership role that you have, what do you think are the greatest opportunities for the co-op in the next five years? You know, a lot of our, you know, our, our older customers are retiring, but um, the next generation of farmers is coming. And that's the exciting part for me to watch is, um, as, as their father or granddad retires, it's the next next person up kind of mentality. Um, and so it's been great. Um, and building those relationships, you got to start from scratch. You know, granddad has done business here for 50 years, but grandson or granddaughter have not. So re- getting a chance to re- rebuild those relationships is is key to our success, but it's also a lot of fun because they're so, they're uh, with technology, they're so far, you know, they usually know what you're talking about before you ever go meet with them. And it's, it's, it's an advantage if you use it, if, if you use it in the right way. So. Yeah. It demonstrates different types of leadership by your staff for sure. Hey, so congratulations because the catalyst for our conversation is that you were awarded our 40 under 40 award. And Randy, if you could kind of in that same vein, provide any kind of insights, advice, or just some words from your experience for those who are maybe new to ag retail or looking at a career in ag retail, what would you share? You know, hard work and, and, and earning respects of the farmers and, and your fellow employees is that's the number one in treating people right. Those are all aspects that um, have got me to where I am now. I try to treat all my customers, employees, everything was respect that they deserve. Um, so being able to, you know, have that relationship with both the customers and the employees is, is, is crucial for this. So, um, there's tough days, there's better days. Um, but keeping in mind that number one, the customers is, are the ones that are keeping us in business and, and, and our employees and our support staff, um, are the ones keeping them happy. So it's all a big puzzle. And uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun, I guess, putting it all together. No, that's excellent. So, Randy, I kind of have some bigger picture questions, if you will, here to close out our time together. And the first one is, what do you wish you knew six months ago? Well, I wish I knew six months ago um, what fertilizer is going to do. Be like, you know, biggest stress right now, obviously, is what fertilizer is going to do this spring. So. Um, we talk, my staff talks about it every day. Um, but, uh, you know, overall, I think, uh, uh, I'm having to adapt to, uh, a younger generation of employees. And so it took me, uh, it's took a little while to kind of pick up on what their strengths and weaknesses are, um, and how, how they, uh, you know, they're operating a little different than the, than how I was raised, I guess I would say. So, um, six months, six months worth of, uh, experience on handling a younger generation, um, um, would, would have been, you know, really nice. We're, we're getting it figured out now and, and we're building a strong team, but, uh, preparing my staff and trying to get everybody here used to how they operate. Um, cause it's a little different than how we're all used to working long hours and long days and that's how it is. And, um, this new generation, they are, uh, they're very sharp and they can, uh, they're very good at finding ways to get, to get jobs done and, and outside of what we're used to doing. So 
I've learned a lot from 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 uh, from them about changing things a little bit. So six months ago, it had been a little harder for me to, you know, I'm having to grow and adjust to that. I guess that is what I would say. So I, I know, especially on those tough learning curves, you always wish you could hit the fast forward button. Yes, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. so Randy, what keeps you up at night? Right now it's fertilized price. No, I, you know, the heart, the probably what keeps me up at, my, at night the most is a big change for me with the number of employees that we have and how, and I mean, just the way I am and I was raised, I care about my employees and their families. And, uh, so that's probably the, the biggest weight on my shoulders as far as stress. The business is, is the business. You're going to have that stress every day. Um, but just the employees and their families and, and knowing how much, you know, agriculture means to so many of those families, um, and how we support that. So, um, that's probably my biggest, keep me up at night thing is as we have problems especially with covid and everything that's been going on there's typically somebody sick out of this many employees so right. always uh, saying our prayers and hoping everybody's safe yeah absolutely and randy what would be maybe one prediction i mean i'll take all of them that you'll share but at least one prediction for the year ahead one prediction um well i'm i'm my prediction for this year is that uh we are going to stabilize at some point and and have a uh, have a hopefully a great 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 growing year. So I hope cattle prices rise and uh, grain stay, grain stays strong. So that's kind of the that's my hope or that's my prediction, anyways. That we get rising cattle prices and and grain uh, continues to stay strong. That's awesome. Well, Randy's closing us out with all kinds of optimism and outlook for the year ahead. So Randy, thank you so much for joining us on the Scoop podcast today. To all of our listeners, thank you as well for joining us. Find us on Twitter at Farmers Advisor. And until next time, I hope you guys have a wonderful and safe spring season.